Freestyle Travel. Hey, everybody. This is the Freestyle Travel Show, and I'm your host, Kenny Flannery. Happy freaking New Year. We're about four days into it now. I think. Yeah, I think it's January 4th. I'm going to double check. Sometimes you never know. Yep, January 4th. Here we go. So, four days in. So far, so good. And I got a pretty good feeling about this year. I think it's going to be awesome in a lot of regards for a lot of people. Uh, a lot of traveling to be done. A lot of projects to work on for myself. I'm excited about it. Uh, but let's get back to what's been going on for the end of the year. Last uh, episode, I was with Aaron in his drinking sanctuary in Sacramento. We're rambling on about this, that, and the other thing. Good times all together. Uh, and then from there, I went to Chico, California. Uh, one of my favorite towns in the country. Uh, just because of the good friends I got there and uh, just the kind of town it is. Sierra Nevada Brewery. Uh, they've done me a lot of good over the years. Besides just uh, the good beer that they've made. Uh, like going to Nepal, that whole trip. That was all thanks to Sierra Nevada. And they started in Chico, and now they have a brewery in North Carolina, of course. But yeah, it all got started there in Chico, California. So I was excited. Obviously, I went to the brewery while I was in town, and um, you know, a bunch of other good beer spots. Rambled around, catching up with friends here and there. Uh, yeah, just always good shenanigans to be had there in Chico. Uh, and it's been it's been good since since then. That was um, just a few weeks ago, I guess, and I've gotten all the way across the country, and now I'm kind of on the bounce back, so yeah, I, I hitched down from there, I got myself to Hollywood eventually, the point of that was to see my sister, and all this that I'm kind of crunching in the end of December, knowing that I wanted to get back to North Carolina to see my brother for uh, Christmas, some other family coming down there too. So I was kind of watching the calendar more than normal, just trying to leave some time to hitch across, but it all worked out really well. Uh, after seeing my sister, I got myself to San Diego, and there it's just to catch up with a couple different friends, uh, one of which I'll be catching up with here in New Orleans shortly. That's what I'm on my way to now. Uh, I should say at the moment I'm in Georgia. I'll get to how I got there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm halfway on route in transit, as it were, to uh, New Orleans. That's my current goal. But uh, yeah, San Diego, uh, good times, good beer. You know how, how I roll. I like to drink good beer everywhere I go. And from there, I started making my way to Phoenix. Uh, hitched a lot of rides to get there. Took a couple days, actually. Just kind of got a slow start the first day. But, you know, it happens. Spent a night in Yuma. Uh, but I eventually, I got there. Good ride. A uh, guy from Vermont was, he picked me up uh, outside of Yuma. He was on his way to Phoenix. Going all the way to Phoenix just to buy weed. <laughs> Had a medical card and everything. I guess just didn't have any real good connections in Yuma. So <laughs> I just drove all the way to Phoenix, which was cool for me. He dropped me off right at my friend's house. Uh, caught up with my friend there, Larry, and drank this beer that we brewed back in January. It was freaking awesome. We brewed this Imperial Stout that was, uh, it was about 11%. Uh, he made up labels for it too, but we, it was a big old stout. We aged on oak chips that had been soaking in rum, along with some uh, slightly crushed up coffee. So freaking good, and I wish I had some. And he did 
giving me two bottles. So when I left his house, it was the 20th of December. So I knew I'd be cutting it real, real close, trying to get to uh, North Carolina by Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah, 20th, 21st. So I said, like, not, not that many days to get there, but just over 100 hours is kind of what I worked it out to be. Uh, so took two bottles of that beer. I was excited to bring them back, uh, let my brother try them and whatnot. We had brewed a campfire stout, a similar-ish recipe. So I was excited to try them back to back. But I lost beers, but it was totally worth it because, yeah, my friend Larry, he dropped me off in the morning uh, on Interstate 10. And, yeah, the big thing for the day was getting across Phoenix. Anyone who's been to Phoenix knows it's a big, spread-out city. So uh, that was my main concern, just, like, getting across that city in good time. And I did. I got a ride from this really friendly woman whose husband is a truck driver, actually, that she only sees once a month. He's, like, on the road constantly. And she was going all the way across uh, to Mesa, like the other side of Phoenix. So right away, I was like, awesome. I didn't wait that long for this ride. Now I'm all the way across Phoenix. And kind of my goal that day was uh, Albuquerque, or not Albuquerque, uh, El Paso in my head is where I wanted to get to. If I, f I figured if I got to El Paso, I was on pace to keep on going. I think, yeah, I was thinking like El Paso, Dallas, maybe Jackson, and Atlanta, and then... North Carolina was in my head. Those were my uh, my benchmarks for each day. But I didn't end up having to do any of that because the next ride I got was this guy, Mike, in a pickup truck and hopped in the truck, asked where I was going. I told him North Carolina, so in the direction of Tucson. And he asked me why I wasn't, like, taking a bus there. And I said, you know, I hitchhike all the time and, you know, I don't really have the money to spend on bus tickets. It could be better spent elsewhere. And he's like, well, it's Christmas time. It's your family. He's like, I'm doing pretty well. How about I, I get you a, a bus ticket? And I was like, dude, bus ticket's going to be like $200 or more. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, I'll, I'll make it. And he's like, no, no, you really should, uh, you know, be there with your family for sure. Not have to like screw around hitchhiking. So he kind of insisted. And I, I was like, all right, definitely. Then. All right, cool. So we stopped at a job site he was working at he's a builder so we stopped at this really beautiful house and he had built a couple houses in this neighborhood big old house and just dropped off some uh, sage and cactuses and plants and stuff that he was gonna get planted he was kind of in that phase so he had checked the greyhound real quickly on his phone and then we drove to the greyhound bus station we're in the parking lot and he's fiddling with his phone like about to buy the ticket and then he decided to check uh, air airfare because we were right next to the airport too and he's like, oh, a plane ticket is cheaper. Would you rather fly? I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. So he's like, all right, let's do it. There's a plane leaving in two hours going to Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, which is the closest airport to my brother's place, like less than an hour away. And the plane was leaving in like two hours. So we drive to the airport. He buys me a ticket and freaking unbelievable <laughs> there we go i thought i had four or five days of uh non-stop hitchhiking in front of me with probably some cold days ahead and you know the uncertainty and everything else like i'm sure it would have been a fun adventure but to just skip across the country easily and be with my brother that night was freaking amazing so yeah i did have to give up the beers because uh you know checking a bag was extra and i just 
eight check in a bag and the two bottles of beer would have been the only reason to do that. And, uh, so I just gave the bottles uh, a beer to him, which is cool. I think hopefully he'll like them. <laughs> I'm sure he will, but yeah, I don't know if he was a big beer drinker and these are pretty hearty, freaking awesome beers. <laughs> that was the, the one trade off. These two amazing Imperial stouts. Oh, they're so good. So freaking good. And, uh, yeah, even the, the lady behind the counter, uh, selling us the ticket and stuff. She even commented like how cool they looked just, uh, the artwork alone that, uh, my, my friend made up for him with the labels, but yeah, whatever to, to give up those two bottles of beer for, um, freaking plane ticket. So, I mean, I've had people, you know, get me on buses and even trains, uh, several times and that's kind of just as amazing, but to just hop on a plane and be all the way across the country is kind of nuts. And it was cool. The first, uh, the first good portion of the flight, we were, uh, there was no clouds or anything. So just, uh, red rock and gorgeous scenery below. It's kind of cool seeing it all from the air cruising along. So yeah, freaking amazing. So later that night before midnight, I got in, my brother was there, scooped me up, drove down, had a beer caught up. And then I was, I've been there. Uh, through Christmas and New Year's, my uh, dad, stepmom, little brother, they came down, drove down from New York. Uh, obviously, my uh, sister-in-law, brother's husband, you know, and nephews, they were there. So it was pretty chill. So I had, you know, days to catch up on this, that, and the other thing. Uh, relax, drink some homebrew, drink some other beers, have some good meals, be able to catch up with my brother was like the main thing. Super cool. Super cool. Uh, yeah, just relaxation. So that's what I'm just coming out of today. I was going to leave a couple days ago to start heading towards New Orleans. So yeah, when I was in San Diego, my friend there, she was saying how she was going to be in New Orleans the first week of the year, pretty much. And I'd already been uh, angling towards going to Biloxi, Mississippi to see my friend there, hang out, work on some projects and stuff. So like, all right, that's pretty good timing, especially since she uh, was planning on flying to, flying to New Orleans, hanging out, and then likely driving to or, to or towards Biloxi anyways, because that's kind of where she's from. So it's sort of ideal. So yeah, I was going to leave a couple days ago, but the weather was uh, pretty bad. It's pretty bad today. No, the weather was good today, but it was the aftermath of a... They get the, this kind of storm like once every couple years. Yeah, a couple inches of snow. It's no big deal from where I grew up, like connecticut new york but down this area you know accidents everywhere so the roads were pretty crazy especially in the beginning of today but you know i got moving especially the first few rides where the roads were real bad it was easy to get get rides there's sort of like a sense of community when uh storms and things like that hit so i was getting rides real easy at first and uh yeah i got a Got a truck driver. He was going all the way down to Jacksonville or Miami. Yeah, crap. He, he was going to Miami. Uh, and I kind of thought about going to I-10, but now I got out at I-20 to sort of head Atlanta way. And yeah, another... Oh, I got a ride from a cop, super nice cop, but he got, got me a little ways. And then uh, another truck driver got me to where I am now, which is just past... <clears throat> pardon me just past augusta georgia not quite to atlanta um so here i am actually in a hotel room which is kind of nice 
Uh, not something I do super often, but I always appreciate it when I am. Uh, it's really cold out, uh, colder than my gear would allow. I mean, I, I'd probably survive, but yeah, my sleeping bag and my bivy, like I'm, yeah, 20 degrees is like the, the max, maximum amount of cold that I, I think I'd survive in with the, the current gear that I have and probably actually closer to 30 degrees. So pretty much shot for camping tonight. So that kind of sucked also because um, I was looking at Megabus tickets, um, which, you know, are super cheap when you get them way in advance. But had, had I gotten to Atlanta and I really tried, um, there was a, a bus leaving from Atlanta to New Orleans for what would have been like four or $5 cheaper than a hotel room. So that would have been a no brainer stay in a hotel room or <laughs> spend a few less dollars and wake up in New Orleans. So that would have been cool. That's not what happened, but, uh, oh, well, <laughs> I don't mind just being warm and, you know, having a chance to record this tonight here too. So I'll get on the road tomorrow and uh, I got to check. I don't know how many miles or hours I got ahead of me. I know it's theoretically possible for me to get to New Orleans tomorrow, but uh, it's probably a slightly better chance that I'll be on the road one more night somewhere, hopefully somewhere warmer. Uh, definitely don't want to spring for a hotel room two nights in a row. should save my money for uh, beers and food, you know, the essentials. So uh, I'm excited. This should be cool. Freaking love New Orleans. The food is awesome. Uh, people are really cool. It's it's always a, always a good time there. So I'll catch up with my friends that are going there. I've got a friend that I hitchhiked there with uh, years ago now. So I'll catch up with her if I can. There's time. And then, uh, yeah, then I'll be moving on to Biloxi pretty much. And the idea there is to probably work on several projects. But the one certainly that I'll be working on, uh, which might be interesting, or I know is interesting to at least some of you guys listening, is the uh, bivy pack that I designed, which is a backpack that turns into a bivy sack. Uh, a bivy sack, if you don't know, is like the smallest possible tent. It's, <coughs> pardon me, it's uh, the most basic uh, form of a bivy sack is literally like a waterproof slip over your sleeping bag. So you can basically just kind of camp out anywhere with a really low footprint and... Um, but the bivy pack that I've made, the uh, frame of the backpack comes out and becomes sort of uh, tent poles right above your head. So you've got a, you know, a couple feet above your head of space just so you can like, you know, you don't have fabric right on your face. You could even read a book, that kind of thing. And, you know, essentially just uh, it's something to sleep in that keeps the bugs and the ants and all that stuff out and then keeps, the, keeps you dry if it's raining. And, you know, it adds a little bit of warmth to you which is nice in a weather like this. If I had to be out there, like I said, I would probably survive. <laughs> but certainly if it's like 40, 50, 60 degrees outside, it's uh, it's really, really nice. So I'll be, I did a Kickstarter for this project uh, a couple years ago now, actually. And I've been reiterating the design ever since then. Uh, it's been almost exactly a year since I sewed up the one I'm looking at now that I've been traveling with. 
And uh, it's got me around the world on uh, many hitchhiking trip, train trip, plane ride, uh, everything. It's been put through the paces, and I'm about to make it a whole lot better. So I'm really, really excited about that. I'm a, I'm due for a new one, so it's going to end up being a little bit nicer as a bivy. I'm going <coughs> to... Pardon me. I'm going to... Uh, add a slightly better venting system to it so it'll breathe even better um i'm excited about that because sometimes it does get a little wet at the feet which all bivvies do but i kind of want to I, I know i could make something even better so i'm going to do that i'm going to make the bag itself a little bit smaller which at least for me is going to be awesome i know I'll, i'm probably going to end up uh, either doing another kickstarter or just messaging people here and there who I know might be interested in maybe making a, a handful for other people. So, you know, like I said, for me, smaller is going to be a little bit better. And I don't know if that'll be better for everybody. Everyone's got a different amount of stuff they carry. And obviously, I, I don't know, I think the less, <laughs> the less stuff you have, the better. So less volume should be nicer for most people. But We'll see. It might be expandable too. There's one little trick I'm going to do. So that's kind of what I'm going to do is I'm going to get to Biloxi, uh, finalize the design that I want to make, order all the fabrics and make a prototype or two. And when I love it, I'll, you know, shoot a video of it or do whatever and see if anyone else wants them and work out how to make a bunch of them. Probably not hundreds at first, but you know, a dozen, three dozen, whatever. Uh, so oh, I'll put, I'll post that here. I'll post that everywhere and whoever is interested can let me know. And yeah, like I said, I, I don't want to be sitting around making hundreds of them, but certainly if I get a couple people helping me, I'll, I'm down to make some for, uh, whoever wants them. And yeah, so that's what I'm most, most excited about here in the new year coming. I uh, got some other projects. It's going to be a big year of projects. I think I'm still going to get plenty of traveling in, but getting these backpacks done is going to be huge. I've got a, a short book that's uh, almost done. I got a bigger book that I'm, I'm writing, but uh, yeah, I don't even want to put a timeline on that one, but the, the shorter book, that's going to be a good one. A six pack of hitchhiking stories. Uh, yeah, just uh, six, six chapters of uh, short stories hitchhiking around. So I'll let you know when that's ready to go. Depends how much time I get here coming up should be able to knock it out pretty quick. I've already got most of it done. So yeah, I'm excited to get that done. And then I don't know, as far as, uh, traveling outside of the U S plans for that, uh, there's no, there's never any plan really, <laughs> but South America is always kind of yelling at me, calling my name. Uh, Europe's always an easy place to go over to. So I've been wanting to get back to New Zealand and I've been wanting to get to Africa. So I'm just going to see how the next, like, two, three weeks kind of play out. And then, and then I'll be, uh, probably be looking to get out, go, go somewhere, but I don't know, it's all about good times more so than the destinations. So let all that play out too. So yeah, that's, that's how the new year has gone. That's how the last, uh, last year went and what's coming up in the future. Good stuff all around. So yeah, stay tuned here and Check out uh, HoboLifestyle.com, of course, Freestyle Travel Show. And, uh, you know, you can search all that Hobo Lifestyle good stuff on uh, Facebook, Twitter, all those good places. And I usually update um, 
where I'm hitching to, what's going on, what I might be up to next. Um, if you want to follow the Bivy Pack thing, I'll update. I'll probably update everywhere, but uh, you can follow Bivy Pack, B-I-V-Y. P-A-C-K on uh, Twitter. That's usually where I'm updating stuff. And whenever people email me wanting a pack, I tell them to stay tuned to that. That's the best way. So, yeah. Freaking good times. Uh, love you guys. And I will see you down the road. With all my shit straight, I'll get my big brain.